0: All right, here we go. Indicator number four. Welcome back, everybody, to our 10-day challenge. I'm Tom Miller. With me always is Lauren Waters. We are talking high performance. Lauren, how are you? Doing well. <laughs> Lauren, and I were just saying this indicator, uh, number four, right? Just like we talked about three, it's very people-oriented. And in your organization, right? I mean, that's schools and hospitals have the most human beings in them. And and so to be really strong as an organization, you have to have the right people in the right positions. So when you download uh, or when you buy this book and when when you get a copy of the book, you can go to 10indicators.com and, and uh, do that. Uh, every every indicator has its own assessment tool. So after you're done uh, reading through the chapter of what it means and what it looks like, uh, you can assess yourself and, and, and it, it shows like this. And then you could write out you know, your action steps, you know, what, you know, what am I going to apply and and change and teach? And as Lauren mentioned um, in other uh, sessions, you know, the book is really, it's meant to be a school improvement plan and a personal growth plan. And so you write your notes here and then you take your notes and you actually start to prioritize. Uh, So it's such, you know, it was really intentionally built this way uh, so that, you know, uh, you know, school leaders can carry it around and it's, you know, it's not that big and heavy. So you can have this all the time and you could just go right, right to a chapter or right to an indicator and say, oh, what's the, you know, what's the next steps that we should take here um, around this? So indicator four, Lauren, can you put up the the substandards for um, indicator four? And so this is this is this is really, really focusing on sustaining high quality administrative teaching and support staff. So everybody in your organization needs. Development, because it's the only appreciable asset are the people. You know, we spend hundreds and I'd say hundreds, tens of millions of dollars on the facility, and it's falling apart right as soon as you build it. Because everything's just you know vibrating, and it's you know everything needs to be fixed all the time. But if you don't take the time to invest in your people, time, resources, uh, um your, your organization is always going to be capped. It's not, it's never going to get to where you want it to be. And so this um, indi- this uh, high performance indicator has four substandards, employee development, the re- recruitment and hiring process. And in the book alone, Lauren, right? We actually put the 18 step hiring process in the book that we use. So, I mean, just, just, just the... Just the price of the book. I mean, that's like a hundred times value if you follow that eighteen-step uh, behavior-based uh, process, and we teach that um, right in the book. And then the other two are internal processes for expansion of professional opportunities. So this is this is like you know this is you giving your employees and your teachers opportunities to 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 lead outside of the classroom right, to expand outside of the four corners of your uh, school property even, and, and to really grow as, as a professional. Uh, and then the last one is, this is Lauren's uh, best work, this internal and external school climate feedback processes, which every single year, you should be doing something to, to capture the larger pulse of your organization. And so if you don't have a school climate a survey process. Uh, Lauren will be happy to help you to design one. You could use what you know we use, or we could do it for you. Uh, but it's such an important annual uh, review of of how are we doing for our uh, people. So, Lauren, of these four, which 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 one do we want to tackle here?
1: Sure. I also just want to point out real quickly um, this. 51% here and that this is an indicator that a lot of schools struggle with based off our norm data that we have collected from hundreds of school leaders who have taken our assessment. Um, so this is a, a really important indicator for us to focus on and really think through and how we can take some action um, towards you know, making making ourselves at least 1% better in this indicator.
0: Yeah, it's half. I mean, right. So, so half the people that have taken it think, right. They can, you know, right. somewhat in a subjective way that they do <laughs> these things and half say they, they don't. And that lines right up to, if you look at any, you know, Gallup poll data or like employee data, like across the country right now, like this, this lines up. I mean, 70% of people feel like, They're not valued, Um, you know, only a third actually get uh, feedback on their jobs. And this lines exactly up to what this indicator is all about. It's really taking care of the people you serve. If you're, you know, if you're a head of school or a supervisor.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned the school climate feedback uh, that we have done for a lot of our schools. And I would say this employee development is an area that comes up a lot, Um, you know, teachers feeling like they're not getting the feedback that they need. Uh, a lot of times, you know, as principals or executive directors, we let our day-to-day tasks keep us behind closed doors. And so that's that's feedback that we are often seeing is they want to see the leaders out in the building and they want to be receiving that um, feedback from you. And they want to know where they are in the picture for the future. How can they continue to grow whether that be through organizational advancement or, as you mentioned, um, you know, other professional opportunities outside of their classroom.
0: Yeah. So if you look at the four indicators that we've that, that we've touched on so far over this, you know, a 10 day challenge. So, you know, day one, we did a mission and vision. That's why we exist. And where are we going? Indicator two is what are the goals we're looking to achieve and what's the strategies that we're going to use to make sure we achieve them? indicator three is okay now how do we look at the results from our um, assessments and 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 make a new plan and to really start to help our teachers understand how to take that next step and analyze the data and indicator four is like is, is almost as narrow as you can get like this is daily employee development this is uh, providing feedback this is making sure you have a a a supervision ratio that's that's even, like someone <laughs> like when i hear about some uh, leaders they're supervising 50 to 60 people i mean there's no way humanly possible that you can pro- provide effective feedback to 50 or 60 people i'm sorry if you think you do it well i are sorry you don't go ahead and ask your people do a you know, climate survey and see if they're happy right but i mean maybe you know 12 to 1 15 to 1 at the max uh, so you can get in the classrooms right and 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 give professional adults feedback on how they can improve. if your expectation is that your teachers give kids feedback every day well gosh darn it like they got 25 some of them have hundreds of kids you should be able to get in there and and even if it's a post-it note and we talk about some of the processes in the book some ways to give feedback um, and and you know different types of feedback are right there uh, for you but that's that's such an important you know aspect of this. Is that what Lauren said? Sometimes, as admins, we get stuck in our offices because you know problems happen. I get that. However, uh, you only have your people on campus for seven hours per day. Mm-hmm. So, how are you utilizing that seven hours? Half of that time needs to be really spent inspecting your expectations and and reclarifying those uh, pieces.
1: And I just want to point out, Tom. Um, another common kind of pitfall that we see with the schools we work with is school leaders sometimes have a hard time delegating tasks out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that skill is really crucial in order to have the time to develop your team the way you need to.
0: Yeah, and I love the story that you had shared earlier about you know one of your mentors. <laughs> right? They would just say, "Hey." Lauren, come, you know, come join me, or let me talk you through this. And really what, you know, you didn't realize you say it's like, oh, they were building a succession plan. They were, they were investing in me. So then I could take that role over because eventually you went from teacher, right. To, to, to Dean, to, you know, basically the elementary principal, correct?
1: Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I was sharing with Tom, one of my, my mentors, uh, he, he kind of started doing that without me even realizing it. And then all of a sudden I realized, Oh, I either got a promotion or I um, was given the opportunity to take on another responsibility, whether that be the BT coordinator role or the 504 coordinator, you know, he'd invite me to come sit in on 504 meetings with him and then train me in that process. And the next thing I knew I was the 504 coordinator. So Um, I didn't realize it at the time, but as we've studied this and I've read the book and we've taught this to other schools, that that's what he was really doing with me. And I'm so appreciative of the time that he invested in me to get me to where I was.
0: And then and then the great part is once you realize that, you know, happened is now now you go do it for someone else. Right. And that's, you know, you know, we're both uh, Maxwell, John uh, Maxwell fans, and that's his law of explosive growth. That's the 20th law in a 21 irrefutable loss of leadership is that, you know, you're constantly working yourself out of these, you know, tasks. And I can hear you now, everybody, Tom, I don't have anybody on my team, right? Look, you will, you will, you, when you get to know the people you serve, you will identify what their strengths are, right? What, what fills their heart. And then you start to give things over. And what we see, it's a, it's a trust issue or a security issue and Let's, you just need to get over yourself because you can't do everything. And if you try, you're really, really going to struggle. So this, you know, this I would say this particular indicator is probably the one that we have the most professional development around, you know, because we because we can, you know, help you have. Uh, learn the foundations of coaching, right? So that's you know we have a high performance coaching program. We 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 talk about all the time how to delegate, how to empower. Uh, so we have tools and resources uh, built for that to also help you. And then our the recruitment process. I mean, you can you can you know we've got a couple hundred behavior based interview questions uh, that we love to uh, utilize because we believe that the way to predict. What the behavior will be when they work for you, right? Is to ask them what they've done in the past. Uh, so we ensure that all of our all of our interview questions are behavioral based and are aligned, you know, uh, to the value. So if if uh, this this uh, particular indicator, and it's okay if it's low, it's okay. But what I'm going to say is, you know, find find a way, find a system you can, um, you know, invest in one of our programs. Uh, to To help you really, really uh, build out, the, you know, this one because your school is only going to be as successful as the individuals that are leading classrooms, that are leading meetings, and are building strategies. And so, if you think that the uh, bill for training is expensive, just wait till you get the invoice for incompetence, uh, right? Because you're just, you know, like eventually, especially if you're a private school or a, uh, or a charter school, there's so many uh, choices. And so like like eventually uh, folks may come to you because they really love your mission and your vision and what you want to do. But if you're not executing on, on those uh, strategies and those goals, eventually someone's going to find a different place to work and learn, and then all you're gonna be left with are the untrained and the unmotivated, and the really transient, and and that's not what you want. That's not gonna create a high-performing organization. So um, if you haven't downloaded or taken the assessment, go to 10indicators.com, get a copy of the book, take your assessment, share the link for your whole team to take the assessment, and start building some common language and and common conversations around each of these indicators, especially indicator four. And, and just really ask, go ask your top employees, hey, how well are we doing with employee development? How well, you know, what's our plan for recruitment? And 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 what do you where do you see yourself in the future? Right. I mean, so if you if 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 someone doesn't see themselves in the future, right, of you at your school, they're going to go find a school that they will see themselves in the future at. And that's not what you want. You don't want to lose your best people. So take your assessment. Uh, And have that conversation with your team immediately. Have it this week. No delay. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will see you with indicator five. So now we've gone from mission and vision and goals and strategy and oversight. Now we're going to start to go into the most powerful force in your entire organization, Lauren, culture, right? We're going to talk about culture next. All right. See you tomorrow.